Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The all-new Audi A3 and S3 have arrived. To find out more, visit audisolitaire.com.au. Welcome to Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning to you. Top of 17 across Adelaide today. is going to be a shower or two. It's going to be wet and miserable for at least the next couple of days. If you head along to the football tomorrow at Adelaide Oval, make sure you take one of those, what are they, those rain ponchos that people wear? You can't take ponchos? an umbrella. Nah, yeah, ponchos. Yeah, the poncho. Get ready. Uh, miserable conditions for the graveyard shift for Port taking on the Bombers. Um, the text line 0427 154 166. Saturday psych up busy. Oh, they're coming in thick and fast, and I've got a ripper here, and I will go. We'll hold Luke from Grange to this. Essendon are garbage this year. If Port lose to them, I'll jump off the Henley jetty naked. Absolute lock. There you go. So Luke from Grange, if Essendon win, which I hope they do now, <laughs> I'll be at the Grange jetty watching you jump off nude. Watching you naked. So that's there's a few question marks here in itself if you really think about that, but. Just tell us when and where Bryce Gibbs will be there. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, all right, let's uh, take a look at both of our games for this weekend. First one, of course, the Crows travelling to Geelong to play the Cats. Uh, two games in a row for the Cats, take on South Australian sides. It's going to be very, very tough. Uh, the ins, though, for the Crows, Butts, Crouch, Miller and O'Brien. Surprised that O'Brien got a recall after he had... 300 touches, 8,000 hitouts, and a goal in the sample last week. I mean, I can't believe they rewarded him for that form. Well, with some of the uh, match committee <laughs> selections the Crows have done this year, wouldn't have surprised me if they didn't bring him back in. But um, I think these are four really good inclusions for the Crows this week, and all four players will make a difference. Um, I think I'm expecting this game to be pretty close. Really? Not many people will. No, no one. I, look, I dare say, and this is not me having a crack at the Crows, but... It's always it's tough for every side it is. to play Geelong in Geelong, uh, particularly you talked about the ins, the outs, Taylor Walker, Josh Rochelle. Uh, no one's tipping the Crows. No one. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm tipping them, but I'm saying I think they're going to put up a good fight. And I think with Tex, the form he's been in this year, he's been terrific. Without him there, without Rochelle, who buzzes around the forward line, I think they're just going to be a bit more unpredictable and they're going to be a bit harder to plan against. They've you know lost four on the trot, um, you know by reasonable margins the crows and they will not go in nowhere near favourites. But I think this is going to be a pretty competitive game. Um, so you know these blokes better than most. Wayne Miller, give us an insight into Wayne's world because I love him. He's a good Central Districts boy. Um, he's been slowly building in the sample. He didn't quite tear apart a game like they probably hoped, but. Last Friday night, he was reasonably at 20 disposals and he showed a few little signs where you thought, oh, some of that Miller magic is back. Yeah, and it was really confusing, wasn't it, that they put him in for round one and then they decided he wasn't fit enough or he wasn't up to AFL level and then dropped him to the sandful for five or six weeks. Um, if he wasn't ready to play, they shouldn't have played him. Gave him that couple of games uh, continuity and then he, he would have come in and had more of an impact, but... I think he, he will play better at AFL level than he will Sanford level. He's just that type of player. Um, so he comes in 
pretty much a direct swap for Chase Jones, which yep. that did surprise me. I think Chase Jones has actually had a pretty good year yep. down back. Um, and some of the one-on-one contests he's, he's had, uh, I mean, when Luke Brown's been on the bench, like Jones has had those matchups against Toby Green, um, against Charlie Cameron, against these Tough. these small forwards. And a lot of the one-on-ones he's been up against these players, he's actually won them. So for him to have a rest this week, I was a little bit surprised by that. But, um, you know, Wayne coming in, Rob, as you said, his form in the Sandfall last week, along with Matt Crouch, were, were best on and second best on. And, and Jordan Butts will take probably Tomahawk. And um, he's, he's been holding his weight against yep. the, the big, tall gorillas in every side this year. So um, he's another big in. Oh, geez. I mean, can, is that the most intimidating matchup? I mean, Jordan Butts will absolutely take it on. Jeez, he's done some admirable things against some of these big, big guys. But playing Tom Hawkins at Geelong, I mean, if I'm a key defender, that's, that's probably your toughest matchup, isn't it? Is that the toughest matchup in the AFL? What's harder? What would be harder, do you think? Apart from potentially, I don't know, Buddy Franklin in well, Sydney. Oh, yeah, Buddy Franklin last night, kicking five goals and throwing vintage performance yeah. out there. Um, yeah, it's certainly a tough one. And and when he rolls off Tomahawk to get a reprieve on someone else, it's Jeremy Cameron. So <laughs> in terms of um, dual matchups and, and twin towers, like they're, they're two of the best in the comp at the moment. Um, and they, they play a little bit better down at the Cattery as well. So uh, there's no doubt the, uh, the Adelaide defence is going to be stretched a little bit, but um, I know Jordan well, and, and he'll certainly be up for the challenge. So you've got uh, the Cats winning, but uh, what sort of margin are we talking, do you think? I'm going to say within 10 points. Ooh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. So I know we don't like to use the term honourable loss, but that's, that is, if there is a positive loss, that is a good showing from the Crows. Yeah, I reckon they'll get within 10 points, which will be yeah a, a great result. Um, they could could even pinch it. There you go. I'll, th- I'll make a bold statement. Yeah. Crows, Crows could pinch it. That is very, very bold. I know where my money's going now. Thank you very much, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly, Taylor Walker. So reports during the week that Taylor Walker, that there's interest interstate potentially of a two-year deal. Um, I mean, rewind before the season with everything that's happening off-season with his age and everything. Uh, I mean, for the last two years, it's felt like this is Taylor Walker's last year. And then he plays football and just shows how unbelievably important he is. The Crows be throwing, if these reports are true, could be Taylor Walker, do you think, potentially signing a two-year deal to stay at the Crows? I think it's very realistic option of happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, there has been some speculation that a couple of clubs have come after him and, and clubs that are in a premiership window, so to speak. And I don't think he would ever leave. Not not now, after what he's been through at the club. Um, obviously, being a past captain. And obviously, he's had some, some hardship over the last year or two. Uh, and the club have, have backed him in and, and helped him get through this this period. And I think he'll be forever grateful for the club for that as well. So um, for him to pack up and leave to a, a rival team, um, I just can't see it happening, to be honest. So what if there is a two-year deal somewhere interstate in Victoria versus a one-year deal at the Crows? I still think he stays. I, th- I think Tex, th- there would be some sort of one-year deal with maybe a trigger to trigger a second year if he hits some games played or goals kicked or whatever the parameters may be. But um, he's pretty mentally strong, Tex. And he, as you get older, you, you need to set yourself 
each and every pre-season to, to stay fit and keep ticking off sessions. And his body has been allowing him to do that, yep. which I think has enabled him to continue playing at a really high level. And um, he hasn't slowed down at all. He's, he's still the focal point in that forward line and he's still having impact on games. So um, if he sets himself again to have another pre-season and, and stays healthy, there's no reason why he can't play for another couple of years. All right, Crows fans, uh, get your thoughts in 0427-154-166. He's slightly optimistic. Are you as optimistic that it could be, I mean, a shock result, but even an honourable result as Bryce is? Uh, he can give us a call as well, of course, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Port Adelaide taking on Essendon tomorrow at Adelaide Oval. Um, it's supposed to be terrible weather. That is the forecast. So in comes Riley Bonner and Charlie Dixon. Finally, Dixon makes his season debut out. Um, Jones, who probably a little bit unlucky. Marty Frederick was the medi-sub. He's out. And Mitch Georgiades. So this was the big talking point. They can't take in all of the tools, particularly when it's going to be wet weather. Surprised that it was Georgiades, or is that the right selection in your eyes? Well, I think when we delved into it a couple of weeks ago when we thought Charlie might be close, um, he was the name that popped out, wasn't it? Like, yep. Just on form. And although his form actually stacks up, he's kicked, I think, 10 goals in the last 10 games. And he's been, uh, been actually playing pretty well. So... Can you say he's stiff? I mean, Ken Hinkley's feedback to him at selection this week, would he wouldn't have gone to him and said, look, mate, you're going to miss, you're stiff. Yep. Coaches don't do that. Uh, they would have had their reasons, but I think out of the, the four tolls, um, he's probably the one that's probably just down on a little bit more form than, than the others. I think Riley Bonner's gone under the radar as well, and that is a, a strong showing of faith or a show of where he's at at the club that he comes straight back in after a month off with an ankle injury, because if, if anyone sort of had a month off and they had a game in the sample first before they had to come back, I know there's a buy coming up, that you would understand that, but that's um, a good showing of where Riley Bond is at. Yeah, and he's having another good year too before he got injured. Uh, he provides a lot of ping and a lot of run and carry off that half-back line and, and uses the ball extremely well. So um, he'll be a handy inclusion and plays well in, in wet weather as well, which as you said, it's going to be... Pretty average conditions. So I think apart from the weather, like this is a good game for Charlie Dixon to come back in, find a bit of touch, hopefully hit the scoreboard and, and get his mojo back. But um, does, does the weather bother you? Like he's going to be a bit more potentially contested type, scrappy yep. type affair. It's not going to come to him lace out. Uh, you just hope that he gets through unscathed and, and gets a, a good run under his belt. I suppose you need to probably curb your expectations with statistics and all those types of things with Charlie Dixon and just hope that it is a win and he gets through unscathed. Um, Port Adelaide supporters as well, 0427154166. Um, obviously expecting a win tomorrow. You go into the bye at five and six. Are you happy? Um, is that a pass mark from where you were at zero and five? And do you think that you can build and potentially push for finals after that? Because um, it's been a good response as a whole after a disastrous start. Uh, couldn't have played out any better, really, for Port after the start they had. And um, you know, credit to Ken Hinckley. He went, even when they were 0-5, and five, he said, no, nah, we've got a plan. We're sticking to it. We're not going to waver from that. And they have done that. They've put the wins on the board, uh, albeit against opposition they probably should beat uh, in the last four or five weeks. A uh, bit of a hiccup last week. Geelong at Geelong. But um, they should win this week. And going into the bye... Uh, five and six after the start they had. You'll absolutely take that every day of the week. All right, that text line, 0427-154-166. Don't forget as well, the all-new Audi A3 and S3 have arrived. To find out more, visit audisolitaire.com.au.